Well, as I've already mentioned this morning, we are kicking off a brand new sermon series here at Pittman Park called Earn, Save, Give, All You Can. And the title of this sermon series actually comes from John Wesley's sermon on the use of money, uh, where Wesley gives advice about how ordinary people like you and, and like I ought to approach money, how we ought to use money, what our attitude ought to be toward money. And to that end, Wesley gives the following advice. He says, having first gained all you can, and secondly, saved all you can, then give all you can. I'm going to say that again. Wesley says, having first gained all you can, and secondly, saved all you can, then give all that you can. Did you join me in prayer this morning? God, we give you thanks for the great story which has brought us into this place. The story of Jesus Christ, his life, his death, his resurrection. Lord, help us then to live as resurrection people who see themselves as part of your kingdom coming on this earth. Help us, Lord, to follow after you, not simply with our minds or with our hearts, God, but with our whole being, that we might honor you in every moment, in every place. This we pray in the name of Christ. Amen. Now, I don't know about you, but the way Wesley talks about money is not often the way we talk about money in the church. Um, whenever it comes to money and the church, what is it that you usually hear talked about? Tithing. Okay, you got tithing. Um, we usually focus on giving, right? We don't worry about the earning. We don't worry about the saving. Uh, the church, churches usually talk about giving and giving exclusively. Well, giving is only one part of how we handle money, what we do with the money, the resources that we have received for life and mission in this world. And so what, what I want to argue, maybe just for a second, is that we in the church may need to have a little bit of confession that we have perhaps too long only talked about giving and giving a little more and giving a little more and signing a, a sheet of paper on the dotted line saying you're going to give even a little more than that while neglecting a more holistic view of how we interact with money. John Wesley is very wise when he tells us to first earn all we can. Secondly, save all we can, and third, give all that we can. You see, normally when we talk about giving, as I've said, uh, we usually have sermon series that dwell on the tithe, as you said, or on a percentage like 10%. And the purpose of those sermons and those sermon series, perhaps I'm even guilty of preaching on occasion, is to congratulate those who are already giving, to convict those who haven't given, or have fallen behind, and to convince newcomers that they ought to give like those who've been congratulated during the service or during the sermon series, and not like those other people who haven't given a thing. And so by the end of it all, one-third of the congregation walks out, patting themselves on the back for having done a good job. One-third of the congregation walks out, feeling like dirt, lower than dust. And one-third of the congregation, who hasn't heard about tithing, or about giving or generosity in the way we talk about generosity, walks out going, what in the world just happened? 
Well, friends, the point of this sermon series is not to congratulate. It's not to convict. It's not to convince. The point of this series is for each of us to gain a well-rounded perspective on money, life, and faith. Because the truth is, those three things are connected. So we're not just going to be talking about giving over the course of these three weeks. We're going to be talking about saving. We're going to be talking about earning and saving as well. And how if we approach money with the right attitude and with the right perspective, we will not only find ourselves blessed, but also find ourselves in the position to be a blessing to others. So John Wesley begins his advice on money with, with one simple maxim. Earn all you can. Gain all you can. Now what you have to understand about that statement is that John Wesley believed exactly what he had read in Scripture. That every one of us has been given God-given gifts according to our ability. That each and every one of us is called by God to participate in God's work in this world. And that each and every one of us ought to put to use every God-given gift, talent, and ability that we have. You see, for Wesley and for anyone who follows Christ, earning isn't just about the money. Earning is also about doing that which you and I have been called and equipped to do. Living out our calling, living out the gifts, living into the gifts that we have been given by God. For some, that means being a teacher. For some, that means being a doctor or a lawyer or a CPA. For others, that might mean being a stay-at-home parent or working on a farm. But each of us, we've all been given some talent, some ability, some trait, something that we can put toward the end of earning all we can. And part of being faithful to God is employing those talents which we have been given. Well, there's perhaps no better example of someone who put to use his God-given talents and abilities than the Apostle Paul. Paul, as many of you know, was a great evangelist. He spread the gospel throughout Asia Minor and into Greece. And most of the texts of the New Testament is even attributed to Paul, the Apostle. But for all of his spiritual giftedness, for all of his eloquence, for all of his ability to teach and lead people to Christ... Paul had another ability. He was good at something else beyond just teaching and preaching. Paul was also a tent maker. He had a trade. He had a way to support himself so that he could provide for himself and for the cost of doing ministry. And he used his abilities for another purpose too, to set forth an example to anyone who would believe in Christ. That's why he says that we ought to imitate him. Because Paul wasn't idle. He didn't need anyone else's bread. He didn't need anyone else's support. He was perfectly capable of providing for himself. And so he used his spiritual giftedness and his ability to make tents to support his ministry and to do the greatest good. Paul earned in order to have resources for mission And for ministry, Paul earned so that he could do the kingdom work that he was called to do. Paul earned so that the whole world might know the God that he loved and the God that he served. That's a healthy way to think about earning. 
You see, earning is not the end all and be all of your life. And Paul got that and Wesley got that. That earning is not what we are put on earth to do. Not in and of itself. So John Wesley, following Paul's example, taught that earning isn't about simply acquiring a bigger pile of cash. It's not about getting a bigger house or a nicer car or going on another crazy vacation to Tahiti via Disney World. No. Wesley says earning is about using your giftedness to bring glory to God. So there needs to be some parameters, some guidelines set for our earning. Otherwise, earning becomes an end in itself, a destructive end in itself. Earning, turns out, can be a very cruel master. So when it comes to earning, Wesley says that we ought to earn all we can, but we ought not earn money at the expense of life, nor at the expense of health. We ought not earn money at the expense of life or at the expense of health. For those of you who are steadily checking your email in your iPhones because you know there's a big project coming due or you have an appointment that you're going to have to get to after this worship service or perhaps even a tea time, I'm going to say that again. Wesley says we ought to earn all we can, but we ought not earn money at the expense of life and health. Now the world will teach you a different lesson. The world will tell you that to sell your soul, to make a dollar, to crush the people around you, to get a raise, to do whatever you have to do to get ahead. Come into work when you're sick, when you're tired, when you're worn out. Come in when you should be at your child's soccer game. Come in when you ought to be spending time with your husband or your wife. The world will teach you to sell your family, your life, your health, even your soul in order to make another dollar bill. Because we have made earning. We have made the size of our paycheck the defining mark of a successful life in our culture. And taking that attitude toward earning is an incredibly dangerous thing. You see, faithful earning isn't about wearing ourselves out. It's not about working until we die. It's about balance. In fact, I would say that faithful work requires balance, balance between work and life. This is why God gives us the Sabbath as a gift, an opportunity to rest from our labors. God gives us a rhythm of work and rest in our life because God knows that we have the propensity, we have the potential to work until we die. We have the potential burning out in an effort to earn a little bit more. Earn all you can. Certainly. Earn all you can. But don't earn at the expense of your life or at the expense of your health. Don't miss out on life for having to work. Don't miss out on life for having to work. If you have to choose between work and life, choose life every single time. If you have to choose between work and family over and over again, choose your family. Don't earn at the expense of life 
and health. That's only one aspect of faithful learning. There's also an ethical implication to what John Wesley and Paul uh, are both asking us to do. You and I are called to earn, but not to earn in ways that destroy our own sense of what is right and what is wrong. Because you can earn money in ways that damage not only your physical life, but damage your spirit and your intellect as well. You can earn money in ways that cause you to bend the rules and compromise your beliefs. You can earn money and lots of it in ways that destroy the life and health of others. In ways that destroy God's creation. In ways that do harm. Instead of good. You ever heard of John Wesley's Rules for Living? John Wesley had three rules. They're called the general principles. And they go like this. The first one is, do no harm. The second rule is, do good. And the third rule is, attend upon the ordinances of God, which we paraphrased, to mean stay in love with God. John Wesley's first rule <coughs> is, do no harm. That includes in the ways we make a living. We have a responsibility to earn in a way that supports life, the life of others, and the health of others. We have a responsibility to our neighbors and our neighbors' health. We have to earn in ways that help contribute to the greater good, goods that support peace and justice, that bring hope where there's hopelessness. Because ultimately, you and I, we are not judged by God based on how much we've acquired or how big our house is, but instead on how we reached out to the least of these. How you earn matters. Well, there's one more thing that John Wesley would have us know about earning. He would say we shouldn't earn. We shouldn't earn in ways that harm our neighbors. The great commandment is to love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and to love your neighbor as yourself. As we earn, as we employ the gifts and graces that God has given us, we ought to do it in support of life. Gain all you can. But gain all you can by honest industry. Gain all you can by common sense, by using in all of your busyness and all of your business the understanding which God has given you. Earn so that you can save. Earn so that you can give. Earn so that you can offer all that you are and all that you have as a gift to the God who has brought you forth from death to life. You see, ultimately earning is all about responding to God and to what God has done on our behalf. Earning is all about employing the gifts and the graces that God has given us so that we might be a blessing to others, so that we might advance God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. In just a few moments, we're going to sing a hymn called I Surrender All. And that song begins this way. It begins, all to Jesus I surrender. All to Him I freely give. I wonder today if you and I might not need to consider how it is we earn.
what it is that we're giving up in our pursuit of more so that we might truly surrender all of who we are, all of what we have to God. Let us pray. Lord, you have called us. You have given us vocations. You have given us gifts and abilities that allow us to amass great amounts of wealth, Lord. And we confess, God, that we have not always earned in the right ways. We confess, God, that we have sacrificed a relationship with you for a little more money. We admit, God, that we have sacrificed our families, our friends, our health, our well-being, even our neighbors, for a little bit more. So forgive us, God, this morning. Help us to live lives of integrity and honesty. Help us to truly surrender every part of our being to you. Let us earn as those we're earning not for our own gain, but for the gain of your kingdom, for your name, and for your renown. This we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.